Pope Francis went right to the doorstep of China last week. He visited Mongolia, where there are just 1,400 Catholics. We covered that story in the programme. It was possibly another move in his outreach to China. For at least a decade, scholars have been speculating about a boom in the Christian population there. But given the severe restrictions on religion, there's no way of knowing for sure. Well, the world's top polling group, the Pew Research Centre in Washington, D.C., has done a deep dive into every bit of data that it could find about all religions in China, not just Christianity. The associate director is Dr. Conrad Hackett. Measuring religion in China is difficult. We find there's no clear sign of a religious revival since 2010, contrary to some reports. And then we found that the share of people who say they have a formal identity, religious identity in China, is only about one out of 10, 10% of the population. However, the share of people who engage in broadly religious beliefs and practices is much wider. How did you conduct this research? Because I imagine the Chinese government is frankly rather wary of such research. Yes, religion is a sensitive topic in China. It's a particularly difficult topic for a foreign-based organization to conduct a survey about. So the Pew Research Center, we'd love to collaborate on a survey about religion, but uh, especially since 2017 or so, there have been regulations that make it very difficult to do so. So we analyzed large-scale nationally representative surveys that have been conducted by leading Chinese academic organizations that have collected multiple waves of surveys, including religion questions, since 2010. And so we, we analyzed all the available public data that includes religion measures. Yeah, I'm assuming that the Chinese government simply would not let a foreign research organization, even one as respected as Pew, to do free-range research. It would be very difficult. And mm. even for organizations that conduct surveys in China, it's a delicate thing to ask about religion. Yeah, uh, It's just a, a very sensitive topic in China. Well, you distinguished uh, between the different types of religious observance in China, and you refer to formal religion. This is what's known, I think, as uh, Zhongzhao, isn't it? That's right. So the word Zhongzhao is the most common translation for the English word religion, and it's literally a foreign term that was introduced in the early 20th century when translators were translating Western documents. And so this word alludes to the kind of religion that's common in a place like Australia or the United States, institutional religion with a clergy and a formal organization. But our English word religion is also broader. It encompasses spirituality and whatnot. But in China, traditional customs and rituals, uh, folk religions, local deities, things like belief in feng shui and auspicious days, which are all very common, are not encapsulated in this word zongjiao. Mm. So when surveys say, how important is religion, zongjiao to you, only 3% of people in China say it's very important. By contrast, you know, Australia is a place that's not the most highly religious place in the world, but 14% of people 
in Australia in the World Values Survey mm. said religion was very important to them. Yeah. Within the category, though, uh, Conrad, of Zhong Zhao, mm-hmm. how does it break down? Uh, because Zhong Zhao covers, I think, the five main religious groupings, Catholicism, mm-hmm. Protestantism, Islam, Taoism, and Buddhism. How does it all break down there with the numbers? When the Chinese General Social Survey asked people, what is your Zhong Zhao, your formal religion? 4% of respondents said they were Buddhist. About 3% identified with some local deity, a folk religion like the goddess of the sea or the god of wealth. About 2% identified as Christian. Nine out of 10 of those Christians were Protestant. And about 2% of people identified as being Muslim. You're right that Taoism is one of the officially regulated religions in China, but very few people identify as Taoist as their Zhongzhou religion. Can we assume that uh, because uh, Zhongzhou or formal religion involves, as you say, organization, meetings with other believers, there's a hierarchy of clergy, written doctrines, that some Chinese people might actually be a little reluctant to declare that, even if they are part of it, there's a nervousness about revealing that. That's a really interesting topic, and it's hard to know exactly how many people would answer a survey differently if they didn't live in the circumstances in which they do live. A clue about the way that political circumstances affect respondents is found in the fact that Chinese Communist Party members are officially banned from having a Zhongzhou religion. If they were towing the party line, they would not admit any kind of religious belief or practice in surveys. And yet, the share of people who tell us they're party members and who have a Zhongzhou religion or who engage in a range of beliefs and practices It is lower than in the general Chinese public, but it's not much lower. Party members, 6% of them have a Zhongzhou affiliation, for example, versus 10% in the general population. And on some measures of belief and practice, the difference is even smaller. The fact that only 2% of people say they're Christian may be an undercount. Maybe there are people who are part of unregistered churches just don't admit their Christian identity in the surveys, for example. And I think that's where a lot of the speculation among Western researchers lies with this potential for a vast underground network of Christianity. So during the Cultural Revolution, religion was outlawed altogether. No religion was allowed in the 1980s and the 1990s. Religion was no longer outlawed and churches and temples and mosques were built and numbers were increasing in all these groups. And some Western scholars said Christianity was increasing rapidly, and maybe by 2050 or so, it's possible China could have a Christian majority. However, when we look at survey data since 2010, the share of people who admit on surveys that they are Christian is pretty stable, Mm. around 2 or 3%, depending on the survey. So we don't see any clear sign that there's a religious revival going on. And it could be that Christianity has grown, but it's just not showing up in the surveys if people are simultaneously more reluctant to admit Christian identity over the years while Christian growth is happening. So we can't rule out the possibility that Christianity is growing in an underground way that surveys don't detect. 
But looking at the survey data, we don't have any clear evidence of the kind of Christian growth that has been suggested. Now, if formal religious identification gets you to about 10% of the Chinese population, where do you get this vast form of observance uh, that gets you to this uh, possible 50% of religious identification? Tell us about those other areas outside formal religion. One of the most common practices that has religious underpinnings in China is going to visit the gravesite of a deceased family member. 75% of people tell us they do that at least once a year. When Chinese people go to these gravesites, it's very common that they'll burn paper spirit money and make offerings. And the idea behind these rituals is that that money, the food that's offered, paper clothes that's burnt, it's said to go to this other spiritual realm to benefit the dead ancestors. It's not merely honoring the memory of these ancestors, but some believe that the performance of this ritual benefits them in this supernatural manner. And the same thing, for example, with burning incense. That's a religious, a deeply religious ritual, isn't it? Yes, for many people it is. About a quarter of survey respondents say that multiple times a year they'll burn incense to deities. A lot of times this will happen when someone has a need in their life. Students who want to get a good score on an exam, they might go to a temple and and burn incense, make this offering in the hope that a deity will help them to do well on these exams. And you mentioned there feng shui. Now, a lot of Westerners practice feng shui, simply arranging your furniture in a way that uh, you think creates a harmony in the house, not realizing this is also deeply religious, isn't it, in China? Well, it has religious roots. About 47% of people say they believe in feng shui. For some, it might just be a matter of, of how they arrange objects in their house. For others, it's connected to a web of beliefs, including, for example, caring about auspicious or lucky days, trying to avoid inauspicious or unlucky days. So if you're having a a big event in your life, buying a house or performing some ceremony, you would want to do it on a day that's associated with good luck so that things would go well for this important event. Conrad Hackett, he's the Associate Director of Research at the Pew Research Centre, which is one of the world's leading research institutes. Thanks for coming back to the Religion and Ethics Report. My pleasure, Andrew. Thank you. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. You can discover more ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.